Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Real Moms of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you are listening to this. Uh, This is our recap of Beverly Hills in Miami, and we were just saying how... It's hard to believe Beverly Hills is over, not because it's been so amazing or that it's flown by, but I don't really feel like a lot has happened this season. Other than yeah, it's been we an have interesting some new one. Yes, yeah. it's been an interesting one. A lot of it's focused around Kyle, what's going on with her and Mo. It's at but this it point where we're at. It. Yes, exactly. I was going to say at this more- point on the show, it's kind of weathered that storm. And coming off the heels of everything with Erica and Tom, I knew anything else would feel somewhat flat. Anne-Marie has fallen flat. Um, And it's just, I don't know. I mean, I still enjoy it, but I felt like watching this, I'm like, this is such a filler episode. And typically, like, right before a finale is not like that. We should have, like, a big build-up. Yeah. Yeah. A la Salt Lake. Like, I mean, I know that's hard to recreate. I'm realistic, y'all. I'm not that Delulu. But it's like, okay, we're just, um, all right. I don't know. I know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like... um, Aside from the fact that we have Erica, Garcelle, Sutton, sometimes Crystal in the mix as friends and that we've really like shifted the way the group is, like the landscape of the the group. I don't know if really I, we walked away with much this season. Um, so let's let's just dive in. Um, as somebody who grew up riding horses, Sutton is clearly someone who has not been on a horse very often. <laughs> I mean, in, in case you guys didn't know. Abby shared this before, but if you're new to the show, she was, I don't even know what your title was, like a competitive horse rider. Like, is that what you said? an equestrian. Oh, that's the proper term. Hello. Yes. She was an Um, equestrian. And I did for those out there. They're also, um, because there's like, there's the Western side. So like barrel racing and like pole bending. And then I was on the English side and I did hunter jumper um, for those. so. So what would you call Sutton's? method what would you call that well, she wore she was on a she, she had a western saddle i would say she's a leisurely rider um like she seemed like a little bit like unsure of a trot and if you've ever ridden a horse before i don't know a trot like isn't really like it's just like a step in between like a walk and a run it's not that like i don't know to me someone who's rode a horse like i don't know she's like oh my butt will never be the same it's like okay you, like do you not remember that this is how it is yeah um so anyway she just didn't look very comfortable the way she was holding the reins, the way she like mounted and dismounted. Um, so, hey, good for her. She has a beautiful horse. She has a trainer that's riding the horse. The horse is being well taken care of. Um, as someone who loves horses, that's really all you can ask for. As someone who wishes that um, I could afford to have a horse like that, keep it at a place like that, and get to ride a beautiful horse like that, it like pained me that she like just didn't know what she was doing. Um, I would love to see her trainer ride her horse. I just have a feeling because she spared no expense that this little Santos can, uh, he can really move. He's living better than you and I are. Oh, for sure. He eats better. Probably like his house, like th- that barn, to even call it that, like the stables. I mean, that was a 
beautiful. Very nice spot. Um, if you can leave your Hermes bag just sitting out, um, that was not what we were using when I was riding horses. But um, we digress a little. Let's talk about the awkwardness when Kyle and Mauricio try to have a conversation. I think he's so like, keep it light, keep it funny. And she's like, I want to hint at the fact that we're breaking up. Like, it's like they're not on the same page at all. No, I mean, I feel like she essentially is like, you choose your career over me and you continue to do so. And I've been talking to my therapist about it and it's not always so happy about it. And instead of being like, like, oh my God, yeah, (laughs) he just was like, well, your career and like focusing on you, we both have a lot going on, which I could imagine for Kyle, like processing that she's like, He's never going to change. Like, no, she's part of the buildup of the agency. We saw that throwback clip of when it started with four and now there's over hundreds of offices and she's a huge part of that success. But he chose his career over her. I mean, two offices a month is a I mean, to open those. I mean, and they're opening them. It's not like they're all in L.A. He's opening them all over. So, I mean, hey, he is building quite the business and he works very hard but yeah i mean this is kind of like um maybe a good cautionary tale to people like you have to have some balance if you just go all in on work you know there are gonna be other areas that suffer um and in a lot of ways i'm like i'm kind of i thought i was gonna be really heartbroken by them breaking up and watching the season and watching it fall apart and i'm almost like good for kyle like she yes deserve like we're seeing her not be supported we're seeing her finally be like Hey, my whole life I took care of everyone and no one was there to take like not no one, but like, you know, Mo, you weren't there to take care of me when I needed you. And um, so now I'm only going to take care of me. Yes. And I thought it was really telling how she got emotional and how she wouldn't want her own girls to stay in the relationship, which to me, we've always hinted at allegedly there being infidelity involved. And I, I firmly believe there's that's also part of it. She also shared today. Yeah. um, An interview with, Bryce Sanders, that she is, they are separated and they're free to see other people, which again, I feel like Kyle's gone to the school of, why am I blanking? Jenner, um, Chris Jenner, gone oh. to the school of Chris Jenner in terms of a rollout and being control of the narrative that she wants out there. Like, I think they've been free to see other people for some time, but I think she's definitely wanting to control how it comes out. I also feel given all their assets and all of their homes and what yeah. what have you, I think they are going to be separated, but I don't know that they'll file for divorce. I've said this before. I think they'll go down the path of um, Polly, Dolores' Paul, until there's someone wanting to get married because it's so expensive, especially in the state of California. I feel like yeah. they'll just remain separated. Well, and like depending on how, yeah, it's so expensive. And part of that expense is like with, I know they have a ton of money, but when you own a lot of real estate, when you get something in the divorce, like just even the process of like signing that all over and like, depending on the way it goes, if they're going to like, someone has to buy someone out of a property and the way the interest rates are and stuff, it might like right now, it probably financially makes sense for them to just keep doing what they're doing. If it works for them and they're both happy, it's kind of like, that's fine. I just think if you're going to share your life though, on a reality TV, like you need to share the, all of that too. Then, like, absolutely. So, do you think, allegedly, we've been hinting, assuming, speculating that there's something with Kyle and Morgan? Do you think that will eventually come out, or what? Or do you think that they're always just going to be close friends? Uh well, I don't know if they'll always be close friends. Like, I wonder if there's going to be like a 
bit of a breakup with them at some point. And then they'll just say like her music career, like became so busy. And like, I mean, Kyle knows what she's doing. She's been, she grew up in show business. Like, you know, she has Kathy Hilton as a sister who we've seen the way Kathy control different stories with her children um, as well. And so I think, I mean, I think she knows what she's doing. I don't know if they'll ever confirm that they were in a relationship. I could just see it being like, they're not as close anymore. And that really is like the breakup, but we'll never, it will never be labeled that. And we'll never know that. Interesting. But do you think they'll ever, I mean, do you think, I mean, even her family has said like, like Paris is like, I've never seen like aunt Kyle happier, but like none of them are saying they're in a relationship. They'll just say her good friend, Morgan. I mean, at this point, truthfully, as openly as they've been together all the time. I mean, we know she's, friends with the morally corrupt Faye Resnick and we never see them papped as often as we see like Kyle and Morgan. So I'm going to go on the fence of like, why not? Like this is her way. Like I could see her people cover (laughs) redefining love Kyle Richards on the cover. Like I could see her just saying as love is love. I fell in love with a person. I wouldn't define who I am. Like Prashelle. Yeah. I kind of can see her leaning into it, but I also, the only thing is, yeah. Um, Morgan has not, like, from my limited research, has not come out as, like, a lesbian and has never labeled her sexuality. Um, Not that she has to. Um, But so there might be some of that, too, like, being mindful of, like, maybe maybe Morgan's not sure and Kyle's not sure. I don't know. We'll see. I'm really curious to see how the women, how it comes up at the reunion and how the women respond to it. Because in the confessionals, it was, like, a lot of talk of hinting at that and kind of even like Dorit being like, oh, you know. I mean, the music video, like they're yeah. even playing with it as well. So I I think hopefully the reunion will give us some more answers. To uh, that. Let's dive into this party. Um, Interesting. I mean, it was truly champagne and diamonds. When I hear that, I was not expecting like million dollar jewelry at the Paired party. Paired with Corbell. Yeah, I mean, that's also- the other thing. I'm like, well, if I can afford Corbell. For a party. If I was going to throw a party, I could have Corbell. I honestly would do nicer than Corbell. But but you're going to have a million dollar ring? Like, yeah, I mean, no, like one, honey. no wonder Sutton was like, I'm going to have to bring a roadie. Maybe she caught wind that it was Corbell. I mean, I was like, not Corbell. You can't be trying on a million dollar canary diamond with like no, like that's radiant or whatever. I mean, let's do and like Vuve or. Yes. I mean. Uh, like Get some Dom up in there. Like, come on. Like, I. I I that did be like it's... doing like caviar and like Stella and Dot yeah. at a party. You know, it's yeah. like, uh, it doesn't quite track. And quite, I'm surprised yeah. not and more. No, not knocking Stella and Dot if it's even still out there. Um, but, you know, I attended many a Stella Dot parties and it was just a different vibe. And I like this. I do love a drunk Sutton. I don't know if she actually bought it, but like heavily considering a $375,000 ring. Or bracelet. Yes. And she just like wore it. And I think she like kind of forgot. And she's like, I'm here to let loose and like have fun. I mean, that's just Sutton. And it's interesting this season that we've heard more about her ex. A lot. Christian, a lot more. Like she refers to him by his name now. I didn't know he lived down the street. Yeah. It's just very interesting. Like I kind of want to know more about that. Um, But I just found that fascinating. And I feel like she probably did buy it. She's like, you're moving. I bought myself a bracelet. I mean, 
she keeps saying like he's getting a significant I want to know what he's making now because if she was getting three what was it I think it was like 300,000 a month. $300,000 a month. And now he's getting, she's going to get more. Like, what is he making? I mean, um, so maybe that's why he doesn't want people to know about him. <laughs> like, he's like, I, I mean, want, that too. He's like, I, I don't want, want a target wrong. on my back. Yeah, yeah. I don't need a target on my back, but uh, absolutely. What did you think of her date? Side note. So I honestly think they're really cute together because they're both the right amount of socially awkward together that it, it works. And the fact that like, he texted her and was like, "We, you know, you looked beautiful. We haven't kissed yet. I don't think he was asking for a blowjob. I think he was just kind of implying like, I'd like another date. And I, I think, you know, in this world of dating, you know, you like where it is good to um, seek permission with certain things. I think that was sort of his way of trying to be like, if I tried to kiss you on the next date, would that be something that you would be okay with, you know, which, yeah, I think he's trying to make sure he's not friend zoned. Yeah. Which like, I, like I, you know, Hey, if I were dating right now, I'd probably like, you know, I, I could see that being like a tough thing to navigate and Sutton's kind of weird. So I don't know. I just thought like, I thought they were cute together. I think they're a good, good little. They seem, yeah. He seems weird, but. But so is she. Yeah, no, she definitely is. But when he was like, oh, I snorted. And I was like, oh my God. He's like, I can't believe I snorted. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird and awkward, but they are well suited together. Um, Let's get to the EJ of it all. So she said, you know, they sit down and they're talking. Um, It's weird that everyone was asking her how she felt about the trip. It's like, they were all like, are you still mad without wanting to ask? Are you still mad? So she brings up and she brought it up in her therapy too how she had been feeling that, you know, that these women contributed to her pain and it bothered her that the only person who said something was Crystal, which that is surprising. And then the second she starts talking to the group, I thought it was really interesting that Sutton sitting next to her is like me, it's me. And I thought, I'm like, oh, this is going to, this is going to be the fight. Like, this is going to be where Sutton's like, you know, I didn't believe, like start doing like what she did, you know, in a couple of previous seasons. And instead she was like, I'm really sorry for the pain I caused you. And I think it was a truly genuine apology. I think she really meant it. And I think yeah. that's why Erica received it so well. Absolutely. I like that Garcelle was like, um, I stand by my actions. She's like, like I'm, yeah, I'm going to stand by it based on the behavior she was giving me. And I thought Dorit's confessional was very on par with that. It was like, it's hard to defend you and root for you yeah. with how you were acting. So I feel like Erica could acknowledge a bit more of that. She has so far, but I mean, we're turning a new leaf with those two. And, if, and I will say, I have not seen the hustler and the housewife too, which um, is her sitting down with the the victims and talking to them. So I don't very mixed reviews out there. If the, you know, if this is going to make you feel differently about Erica, um, I do plan to watch it. I just have not yet, but I haven't either. And I'm worried, like I've been on such an EJ high. I know. I don't want to go back to not liking go. her. Yeah. Crash. I'm kind of the same way. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed for the most part, really liking all the women this season. Um, the only one that annoyed me really that I liked in the beginning and I did have to change is Anne Marie. Um, I don't think she's coming back. I don't think she's coming back either. She didn't give us much this season. Um, Esophagus gate. Yeah, which is like Crystal's life. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, we won't be seeing her. Yes. All right. Um, Before we dive into Miami, let's take a quick little ad break. We talked with you guys about how much we love 
Thrive Cosmetics. Uh, and while doing that, the amazing, amazing Paige Davis shared she was wearing Thrive Cosmetic uh, mascara while we were recording our podcast. I am wearing my Thrive Mascara. Mars, mascara. Man, words are hard today. Um, Thrive Mascara right now while filming. Um, what I love about it is it gives you just a lot of length and volume on your lashes, but it doesn't cause any harm. Like if you wear, you know, fake lashes um, or extensions, it also, everything that Thrive does, they're just really purposeful with how they put their products together. Everything is vegan and cruelty-free and they give back to the community for every product purchase. Thrive Cosmetic donates products and funds to help communities thrive. So you can know that when you're buying from Thrive, you're not only, you know, making sure that the products that were made did not cause any um, cruelty or harm um, to animals while being made, but also that it's giving back and helping. And I mean, I feel like everyone, when they talk about Thrive, instantly goes to the mascara. I love that it's flake-free. And the tubing mascara part of it, it just when you want to take it off, it slides right off with just a little warm water. You don't need a bunch of soap. You don't need a bunch of like makeup remover. It's just great. So we know you guys are going to love it too. And we want to give you guys a chance to try it. So right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your order at thrivecosmetics.com slash realmoms. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash real bombs for 20% off your first order. I'm always looking for different ways to unwind and especially if it doesn't have to involve alcohol. So I am a lover of a gummy and I want to talk to you guys about mood. Mood has variations of different kinds of gummies and THC products on, that are available to you. You can be euphoric, social, or even aroused if you're feeling some type of way. They're known for their federally, federally legal THC, and now they're adding their most potent product yet to their lineup, introducing hemp-based THCA flower, the future of legal THC, tried along with all Mood's other amazing offerings like flower, gummies, vapes, and more. And for a limited time, Mood is giving our listeners a free THCA pre-roll and 20% off your first order. I am a fan of the gummies, like I mentioned. Also, this pre-roll, like, you know, I'm I'm down with that as well. I think for me in some of the moods that I personally like and something that's a way for me to unwind after a stressful day, I love a sleepy time gummy, anything that kind of helps me calm down. It takes typically I'll, after I put my kids down for bedtime, I pop a gummy in, start reading my book. And within like, third, like 30 minutes to an hour, I'm relaxed and in bliss. So Guys, try Moods. Not only try their sleepy time gummies, also try Moods' new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code REALMOMS. That's hellomood.com, code REALMOMS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. All right, let's talk Miami. Um, I, I feel like sometimes uh, when they don't know what to do with the season, they just let the vacation episodes linger a little longer. It feels like it's time for us to be going 
to going like back at the beginning of this episode. Like we didn't need another half episode, I think, in Mexico City, but um, we did get some resolution with the group. So um, at least Kiki and um, Larsa make up, but also Kiki and Lisa get to talk with one another as well. I I appreciated both parts that Lisa went in there saying, I'm just really angry. And I find myself just being in like this constant state of fight and like almost like she's like, I want to get out of it. I don't know how right now. And Kiki was so like receptive to that when Lisa finally agreed to be a little bit more vulnerable and share with her. And I, I thought that was nice. I just adore Kiki. She's true MVP of the season. I giggled when she's like, okay, I'm going to take off my glasses. So, you know, I'm serious. So, you know, you can see my eyes and see the sincerity, but she said she doesn't hold grudges. And I kind of love that for her. I think a lot of our housewives, I'm talking to you, Teresa Judice, hold on to a grudge. And I think there's some freedom and just like, okay, we're good. Like, I want to have a good time. Let's have fun. I don't want this hanging over me. So I was just happy that they made up. I also thought it was hilarious. Um, the pinata filled with dildos, that type of thing makes me giggle. I thoroughly enjoyed it. We'll talk about the unveiling of that. What was kind of your take on Larsa's tequila business? A for effort, Larsa. Um, it's hot. I didn't love it. I don't know. I agreed with Kiki. I know you made a note of that too. I was just like, Larsa, she tries and she tries really hard to have a business that takes off or a podcast that takes off. Separation um, anxiety. Yeah. I I think sometimes we just need to find our strengths and really like focus on that and not do too much of so many things. And I think Larsa is the classic example of that. I feel like we're constantly going through like a shark tank. Yeah. Larsa. Like, didn't she have like a dog business? And then, yeah, it's just, yeah. And they all kind of fail, which is like, that's it. And everyone has a tequila. I feel like so many celebrities have a tequila. I don't want to. Yeah. Why? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to undermine that industry. And I'm sure I love tequila too. Like, Vita tequila is great. I haven't tried Aaron's tequila yet. The, Mez, was it Mezcalum? Yeah. And also her Mezcal. Yeah. I mean, listen, like, there's probably plenty of room for all. I think the way Larsa just presents herself because she's so flat in her delivery a lot of the times, it's like yeah. hard to sell. Like, it's not like I just keep thinking this whole time of like 818 Kendall Jenner tequila. Oh my, yes. I mean, and then we've got Kathy Hill. Yes. And, and I just like, keep thinking like Larsa's like, yeah, my tequila. Like, now I spent a lot of time on it. And so as a token appreciation, friends, I'm going to give you the logo, diamond necklaces of the logo, which is so, I mean, mind like, you, the logo is subtle enough, I will say. It's subtle I know, enough. but it's, if you know what it is. It's weird. It's weird. Like, I don't know. If you're going to spend money on a diamond necklace, which we know she probably didn't spend money on it. I don't know. You're giving it as a gift. I don't, I would not do my logo. No, it's tacky. I'm with you. I thought yeah. he was like, so I'm going to be walking around like a billboard with your logo. Right. I, I'm, I am with you. And apparently, though, Kiki has worn it since then because Larsa was clapping back at her um, for kind of <laughs> talking shit, but also was like out seeing Papped wearing it. So she can't dislike it. Well, she's a good friend. She's <laughs> she's a good friend. Also, it's like, Larsa, come on. Like, you got to laugh at it. Like, you legit gave them a logo of your brand. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, if we started like, if we like, I know we've talked about making merch and we've made merch in the past, but if we like gave that out to friends, I think that's kind of weird. As like a necklace? No, it is weird. It's, it's very. I think you make like a shirt or something, but like, yeah, 
it's yeah. Logos like it was, don't belong on diamonds. Yeah, like if it was a hat with the logo, no big deal. Absolutely, give them yeah. hats, not the diamonds. Everyone loves a good hat. Um, so after the tasting, they they go up to their dinner. They're celebrating Kiki and Julia's birthday. Um, throughout this, they they play like a little game, and they're like, "What's the one quality thing you would take from any of the other women?" Um, Alexia is like starts out nice. She's like, oh, "I would love." Um, Kiki's energy. I really like how energetic she is. And Adriana, like the pervert she is, licks her glass and it's like Marcus. I mean, he is not bad to look at. No. Um, I, I kind of love that. I feel like that's very Adriana. I also think she said it to obviously rile up Larsa. And Julia, God love Julia. She has no wherewithal. Like she's like, I'm going to say what y'all are saying, not have any like realization of like yeah. what she's saying is crazy. So she's like, okay, so does Michael like you? Like basically <laughs> does Michael Jordan, his dad, like, does he approve of your relationship? Does he like you? I mean, now it's hard. Do you think she knew he didn't? I don't think she knew. I think she was genuinely asking. I think Larsa knows how to like walk around. Like, yeah. You can tell she was kind of like smirking. She's like, we're fine. We're fine. Like, I yeah. think she has been a part of that industry and world that she knows she, even if the truth is she knows he doesn't like her, she's better off not saying that. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, you know, let's just dive into a little Marcus Larsa update. Larkus, um, they broke up apparently, but they are just on a break. And now they're potentially already back together. Yes, they're following each other again, spent Valentine's Day together. So as the world turns with those two, <laughs> I'm like very curious of like what exa- exactly happened. Um, I'm still leaning towards potential cheating there, but I don't know. Maybe he apologized. Maybe, you know, we, we learned more. I don't know. Uh, so then we learn we more about so you know lisa was worried this whole time of like what was going to happen with lenny are they gonna go to court is she gonna i mean she kind of made it sound like she was gonna lose everything and it's like i don't think you could lose like you're not all of a sudden they're gonna kick you out on the streets and give you like zero money um but it did seem like lenny ultimately did the right thing yes thank goodness. finally thank goodness yeah. so he's building her house this is kind of weird of how like small how small the world could feel yeah. but the fact that he picked up Jody's plan for a house he was going to pick. And I was like, this is kind of crazy. It's very crazy. Like, I, that to me also, like, I don't know, it was a bit of a red flag. Like, did he know that? I feel like, but anyway, I don't it was, know. Was it like, not a red flag, but it was it like, I don't know, his way of maybe being like, like, I approve your relationship. Trying to be nice know. or trying to be like, we need to just move forward. I don't know. It's anything with Lenny just feels so like calculated and like, not a, like, there's no such thing as a coincidence. Um, so that I was like, there's, there's something brewing there. Um, yeah, I bet. But hey, she gets, she's being built a house. Um, you know, we're still seeing the negative comments from his mother and Lenny, like kind of like the shade that's being thrown about Lisa, but at least she'll have a nice house. He's not, you know, completely screwing her over. Uh, and then it was so hard, even in the beginning of this episode, when Nicole was talking to Lisa and they were sharing just like their childhood and growing up. And Nicole was saying like, it's really hard for her with her dad. And she's really trying to make like start to make an effort with him. And then we see them sit down. And um, I mean, she's had a very 
interesting relationship with her dad. She said she basically like, you know, for years was just hoping that he would like actually start to be a dad and he never did. And so like as an adult, I think it's her kind of forgiving him on her own and just kind of letting that go because he's never going to apologize. He's never going to like seek out um, like her love in that way. And so she just is kind of accepting meeting her dad where he's at and letting go of those expectations. And it, it felt like they were kind of like as much as they could be in a good place. They were. Um, and what makes it really sad is we learn um, or we know now that her father um, passed away. And so it's just, I don't know. It was just kind of sad to see that. That moment. Yeah, no, knowing. it was really sad yeah. because of they were turning a new leaf. She yeah. was willing, like redeveloping their relationship. I am really grateful for her that they had at least yeah. made those strides and that she was, they were on a good page. She, I think, was seeing him more often. Um, she seemed to, at the at least on while they were filming, give her blessing to his girlfriend, his younger girlfriend, who seemed like she was doing everything to win her over. Yeah. Which yeah. I did appreciate that. So it's just it's sad. Yeah. But. That was yeah. Um yeah. And now we are almost to the finale. I so I've I mean this season is not by any means it's not like a terrible housewife season. It is not like what we had on Peacock though. And I don't know what's making it so different. I will say, though, for me, it started a bit slow and it's ending much more on a higher note. Yeah. Versus like Beverly Hills. Like, I'd prefer that. Like, it's kind of been like a slow burn. So I'm into that. And I'm also into Adriana's messy ass pulling up Michael Jordan, literally saying he does not approve. I mean, that, that is so great. It's fantastic. But it's like, it was out there. It was known that Michael was not pleased with this relationship. And I think Larsa was trying to, like she does, sort of control the the narrative and the story. And so I do love when someone was like, oh, well, based on this, I don't think that's true. Yeah. Um, like, it just, I, I love a messy housewife moment. Me too. Yeah. I just also, like, she was like, he's laughing. Like, we're fine. He was laughing. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make it any better. I think he was just being like... Uh, no, I don't like her. <laughs> yeah. But um, so that wraps up this week. I am really, really, really curious for this Miami reunion because I do think there's a lot of things like setting confessionals. Like I think Larsa is going to have a really hard time. Um, you know, they already filmed before the Marcus of it all happened. So we won't see that take place. But just the things that she said about Gertie, um, I think is going to be like she's going to kind of help have, have her feet held to the fire. I'm also really interested to see watching it back and at the reunion, if the women feel particularly um, Alexia and um, Marisol, if they feel a little bit differently about Nicole and the way they responded with her lunch and like really it all being Adriana who schemed um, this whole thing. I'm just, I'm really looking forward to this reunion because I think there's going to be a lot of pieces, even like for Lisa and her fight with Kiki to watch that back and be like, Oh, I did kind of instigate a little bit of this. Yes. Um, so this week we're doing things a little bit different. We did some headlines in our previous episode with Paige Davis. So please check that out if you haven't already, but we'd be remiss to not acknowledge the return of one of our favorite Georgia peaches. Portia Williams will be back on Atlanta. Well, not Portia Williams. Oh, well, I, 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 I I'm going to butcher her last name. I know. I don't, give me, give us a couple episodes of her being her new last name, but I like how she's like, Portia Williams isn't back. It's Portia Williams begins with an O. Um, yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah. But, but anyway, I loved that. I loved how she announced her return. 
I'm so excited. I think hopefully Atlanta goes comes back to true form. Um, I feel like Kenya is going to be back given the applause and the reaction to it. So I'm really curious um, to see who else will return. I really don't feel like we need so many newbies. I think we just no. need it to feel like uh, like the Atlanta that we've all known and love. So I'm excited about the future of Atlanta. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't think we need Sonia. Um, I don't think we need Drew. No. I think really it's Kenya, Sheree, obviously Portia. Uh, Marlo. Marlo. Kim Zolziak Mirma making some appearances, of course. Because she needs the money. We she needs the money. And you know what? Let's be honest. We want her in limited, do- in limited doses. Um, I mean. We're still manifesting Nini, even if it's a pe- an appearance. Um, do you, you what know, do you think a lot of people are predicting with Candy out, Phaedra would be back in? Well, as we are recording this, there's rumors that Apollo is at the Married to Medicine um, reunion. Yeah. I don't know. Because, okay, here's the only thing. Phaedra is very smart. And I think she knows, like, too much of her is going to set her up to fall. And it's like everyone loved her, has loved her on Traders. Absolutely loved her. The reception of her on Married to Medicine has been really well. We know that she films with the women in Dubai. It's like if she's doing like Married to Medicine and Dubai and comes back on Atlanta, is that too much Phaedra? I mean, you're honestly right. My heart wants to say no. I can't have enough of the peach. And honestly, I just miss her going head to head with these other women. Um, So I don't know. It's a tough call. I mean, maybe it's that she doesn't do like film with Dubai anymore. Um, and she or just... doesn't do married to medicine. And it's like, I'm fully like crossing. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> fully going over. Bigger, yeah. Greener pastures for me. So I'm going to go. I mean, I also will say if anybody could get Nini back, I think it's Portia. Yeah, for sure. So I, I feel like we've agree. got a lot of things to be positive um, and yes. hopeful for, which is, which is more than we could say. Prior to this news, I mean, there was definitely some concern just on the future of Atlanta as a whole. And I think especially like when Candy left, it was like, uh, yeah, I mean, Marlo, I love Marlo, Kenya and Sheree, but they, the three of them alone cannot hold a season and bringing back Drew into the mix is not going to help anything. Not at all. And it's wild because I know Atlanta has such. Oh, yeah. Large, like, well, entertainment, like they were the first people housewife franchise to become so like so memeable and quotable. I mean, OC, the first time we really had this was Family Van. And that was season, was that season one? I feel like that I think it was season one. Okay. So we had that. I feel like though, in comparison, like just Nini and her, we had so many things the first couple of seasons. They blur together to me because there were so many. Like, so. Even sure, it's like, who's going to check me? But like, yeah, just so many. So. Yes, we need to get back to wig. We just we need to get back to that. I just miss it. I miss it so much, and it was so funny. So high hopes for Atlanta. I also do want to acknowledge. Um, yesterday while we were recording, we did um find out uh after recording about the shooting that happened at the Kansas City Chiefs parade. My heart, being a Kansas Cityan, and Abby basically being a Kansas Cityan as well, our hearts are broken that there's another senseless act of violence. Um, I just want to send a lot of love to anyone who's been impacted by senseless gun violence. I um, also want to commend first responders, um, also civilians who legit tackled. Say, 
Yeah. This the footage is like wild. They chased him down, tackled him. Multiple people tackle him. And there's like, you can see them hand the gun to a person. Like, yeah, it's like chilling, but also like the amount of bravery and courage it took for them to like, you have to act in a split second like that. That's like, you were just intrinsically and naturally just a brave, courageous person to do that. So I, yeah, I hope we find who these people are um, and can give them their proper praise. Yes. And also just kind of celebrate um, those like just know the names like let's not acknowledge the perp let's remember yes. the legacy of everyone um also really grateful that the children are okay but there's organizations like moms demand um Abby and I have shared about it um so do your part i know we typically don't always talk about i don't even consider this to me political at this point i think it's more heavy, just a heavy topic. just heavy topic and it's just wanting this to end and not feel like i can't go to a parade cuz i'm scared yeah, I mean, there would be a gun like someone's gonna kill me. Like that's crazy. It is. So um, also I just for those wanted to acknowledge that in Kansas City, um, if you can, please donate blood. Um, they're really worried about. They already had a low um, amount of blood, and then they had to give obviously a lot to um, the victims and those who were impacted by the shooting. So, um, and blood is just needed in general. So. Um, if you can't in anywhere, give blood. Um, but I think, you know, the Kansas city banks have really, um, put it out there that there's, um, a need. So that's an easy way to help. Uh, and you know, I feel like it's like a weird time to end it with like to, we're not going to plug ourselves. Yeah. I think we just, we'll say, um, just have a great weekend and be kind and we'll just leave it at that. And, um, thank you guys so much for listening.